0: Ah, this guy right here. Are we, good? we good? Do we have audio? Somebody drop a comment here unmuted or something like that. Make sure that we can hear audio. Can we hear the audio? Is Can someone hear the audio? Worst day ever from Jonathan Beaver. Let's see. Restart. Yay. Oh, I know sign language. <laughs> good to go. Good now. Okay. Can we just start the show from the top for the love of God? We're not going to do the countdown again. Let's just do it from the top. Here we go. Hey everybody, I'm Tim and welcome to Cigars Daily Live. Coming to you from sunny Phoenix, Arizona. And by the way, happy 4th of July weekend. If you got an extra day off today, congratulations. We will make a federal holiday for anything now. It's official you will get a hundred days off a week. If you work for the federal government, I love it. I think it's fantastic. All right, guys, here's the deal. I want to catch you up to speed because tonight is a landmark show. I'm so glad that you can hear it. Tonight's episode is going to have a first time guest who we've never had on the show before, but is a guy in the cigar industry that I admire a tremendous amount. And that is Nestor Placencia. He is the fifth generation cigar maker in his family. He has got so much wisdom and so much experience behind him in making cigars. And now he's actually pioneering the way for an entirely new world of cigars in the future. I think he's got some of the brightest ideas for changing the industry to keep it like future proof that I've ever seen. And by the way, I have to admit that as we, like, as we get into the episode, even though the audio didn't work, doesn't it sound better than it normally does on an episode because we just improved the audio situation when it works? Okay, let's keep cruising. I want to grab some of your questions and comments, but tonight's episode with Nestor is also bringing you his family's brand, and that is Plasencia Cigars. Now, this is a relatively new brand in the industry. They've been around for, a, I'd like a little less than a decade, I want to say, that have been really out there. They've been making cigars for 150 years, they've had a family brand, but they've made a lot of cigars for other people. People for a long time. They pump out about 40 million cigars a year. One of the largest producers of cigars on the planet Earth in our solar system, actually. And if you want to go beyond that, galactically speaking, they're a pretty heavy hitting force, too. There's not a lot of others that out them. somebody on mars is pissed that i said that they're like what the hell all right so anyway as soon as martian cigar families come out we'll battle them in intergalactic war doesn't matter okay Uh, i want to get to your questions and comments so drop them down below and as you do mention at cigars daily so we know you're talking to us we're going to start getting to your guys comments and uh we'll do that i don't know now let's start with that now i don't We figured out the sound problem. So everybody's good. In fuego, Chip. What's going on? Ben did it. He's bitter this weekend because he's British. Is that why that happened? Is it because you're British? You were like the stupid 4th of July. We'll just kill the audio. Happy Treason Day. Yes, I know. I heard it was called Colonial Insurrection Day, but Ben confirmed for me that he's never heard that in his life. So I don't know. Maybe that was a thing 200 years ago, but today it's just kind of... It's kind of lost its way. All right I'll get a couple more comments here. Let's see what people are doing. Uh, what are you guys smoking to? Put that down in the comments. This one is coming from Brian Rude. Tim, did you sell out of Lanceros yet? I already bought a box. Well, that's fancy. You should bring that up. We're jumping to it early. We're jumping to it early. That's fine with me. Uh, let me just show you guys a little bit of a special thing that I got. I've been waiting for these since July. This right here is the filthy Viking Lancero. And I want to talk about it on the show. We're going to talk a lot about Placencia and their family and their cigars tonight. But I wanted to tell you guys about this cuz I've been waiting for these for so stinking long. We ju- we've got them in the cigars daily HQ. They're in the humidor. They're ready to rock. And I want to give you guys a closer look at this. So I'm going to ask Ben, roll that beautiful bean footage. If this is the first time you're relief and honduran binder and fillers that made the filthy viking the number one selling cigar in our shop for the last few years and we condensed it into this lancero vitola that has got one of the best representation of the flavor that you will find anywhere a little bit punchier than the other sizes but load up. I say that it's like taking a cannon and loading it with premium cigar flavor and aiming it at your tongue. That's basically what these things are. I got a beautiful box of them right here. And guys, I've been putting videos out whining on the channel about getting cigars and going to pick them up over the weekend and everything like that. This truly excited me today. It excited me until we got to the the boxes that went through customs All right, so I want to show you this, guys, right here, just to break your hearts a little bit, and then I'll answer questions. If you have questions about the Filthy Viking Lancero, I'll just set that right there for now, and like that. Uh, These came in, and every once in a while, you get imported boxes that have green tape on them. That means that Customs and the FDA put their fingers on them. This is one of a couple of boxes that got opened up, and I don't know if you can tell right here, if you can see this thin line right here, where they literally snapped every cigar in this box in half to make sure that they're not filled with i don't know cocaine i don't know i wh- whatever they want to make sure that it's not in there i've got an entire box full of snapped in half Half Lanceros. (laughs) So, also watch for the Filthy Viking Half Lancero coming to you soon on Cigars Daily. Oh my gosh. This is the kind of stuff you deal with. This was like the first thing we opened into. Broke my heart for a cigar that I've been waiting for for like five months. Just absolutely rocked my world. But these are here now. You can learn about these. uh, There's a link in the description of this video, no matter whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or Cigars Daily Plus. But do. Did they give you like? Did they paperclip money to those for your box? Did they they paperclip money to this? No, customs agents don't do that. They tear your product apart. They laugh while they're doing it. And then they shove it all back in the box and they go home and sleep like little angels at night. That is their job. And truly, that's their job. They want to protect us from importing dangerous things like, I don't know, all kinds of crazy stuff. Drugs that you're not supposed to have, illegal pandas, whatever it is that they want to make sure is not inside of those. Blood diamonds. I mean, all kinds of stuff. It's all madness, the all the good stuff, all the stuff that you want to buy on the black market. Let's grab some comments right here and see what's going on. Let's see. Derek Bryant with Super Chat smoking a Perdomo ESV right now. Fantastic. The ESV. I haven't seen one of those in a good long while. All right. Next one coming at us right Ben Smith says smoking my first American Viking stick picked up the filthy Viking from the sampler first seemed like I picked a solid one to start with. Absolutely. And again, like I said, this is like the number one best selling stick in the short league premium long filler stick. Anyway, actually the most popular ones are freaking Drew Estates factory smokes because we sell them by the pallet load. Like everybody buys so many of them. How could it not be the most popular cigar sold on the website? Anyway, beside the point. All right, let's get in a couple more of these. Uh, I'd buy them for half price. I bet you would. (laughs) That's what the internet has taught us all to expect. Half price is the right price, but you want to know a fancy fact. Things cost money to make. And so when you run them half price, you don't make money and then you end up destitute. And then there's no cigars daily channel. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, we actually did cut out the significant portion of the margin on these to make sure that they're affordable and available. And so we make less on these than we make on anything else in the American Viking line. So there's your discount. Enjoy. I hope y'all like it. All right. Next comment's coming right you This one is from Mac Frank says, Tim and Billy, this one's for you. Uh, what did you all smoke for the fourth yesterday? Any celebratory smokes for America, America, F yeah, barbecue, beer, cigars, and God, heck yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, I I smoked filthy Viking because that's my blend, and I'd spent the day doing yard work, so I wasn't going to go off with like a twenty, like a fifteen dollar cigar, like the Alma del Fuego right here. Did you smoke anything? Liga Zebra. A Liga Zebra. In which product placement? I used your cigar glue to fix one. You gave me a cigar glue. That's right. And that held up so you had a cracked wrapper. And you used the cigar glue, up. and the thing smoked great. That's fantastic. That's I wish that I had the cigar glue right now. It ran out of stock. I ordered it last week, and this is the time during the week where I'm like, where the hell did that, where is that order? So tomorrow I get a call. I think there's a video coming up where you are going to cigar glue all those half ones. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to cigar glue all of these that Customs got. I don't know if the cigar glue is designed to fix this problem right here. (laughs) I think that this is, the cellophane is holding the cigar together right now. But you know what? I'll do it. I'll, yeah, I'll try it. Why not? I might be able to grown, see you've got nubs. my own nub. Yeah. Filthy Viking Lancero nub and Oliva's already drafting up a lawyer's letter to me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, let's keep getting some comments, right? Oh, you know what? Uh, we'll keep getting comments, but we're going to jump into the uh, pick of the week pretty soon. Grab me a, one more comment before we hit pick of the week. We got some really every segment tonight is above par. Oh yeah. We got to talk about that. Justin Lawler's life says, can I order the new filthy Viking tonight when I add the placentia sampler tonight? Well, that's a great question. Thank you. You guys are the best at product placement. Let me tell you guys about the lineup for tonight's episode. Take a look at this right here. Uh, we're working with Placencia tonight, 150 year old cigar maker who makes some of the most highly rated cigars that have come out in the last decade. Uh, here you can see the Placencia Alma del Fuego, a newer line uh, from Placencia. It's actually what I'm puffing on right now. Uh, the Placencia Alma Fuerte, that one was a cigar journal number one cigar of the year and has been all over top 25 lists since it came out. To, I think it's like in the last. Five or six years, then the Placencia Reserva Original, which used to be called the Organica Original, but the FDA said you can't put organic on cigar packaging because it'll confuse people and then they'll die. So it is, not organic. It is organic. That's the thing. It's or, the, I've I've been to the fields where the organic OSHA certified organic crops are for this cigar. So it's not organic. It's just grown completely organically. Is that fair? Yeah it's not good for you. Okay. It's not good for you. Let's just do that and move on. And then what is that down there? A filthy Viking Lancero right there in the lineup with the Dama Volata and the Box Press Rebellion from American Viking cigars. Uh, basically what you guys see here is three amazing Placentia cigars. And then a few American Vikings are going to sort of get thrown in there. They're just thrown in there for on the house. Right, why not? All right. Check. There's a link in the description, no matter where you're watching this episode, check it out down there. You can learn about not only the lineup of Placencia cigars, but you'll also learn about that filthy Viking Lancer. It's behind a picture right now. Filthy Viking Lancer. <laughs> All right. Let's, get, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the Cigars Daily Nation pick of the week because I want to cover this really quickly. Uh, I do this once or twice a season because I think it's important. I know that everybody has got really stressful life and there's one thing in my life that helps me de-stress, helps me forget the troubles of the world and actually enjoy my time. And that is man's best friend. So I'm going to get you guys a few pictures. These are all from the Cigars Daily Nation Facebook group, almost 29,000 members strong of people who want to share their passion about cigars with a couple of like D-bags sprinkled in there. So you got to kind of weed through them. But these are some of the good ones. Check it out right here. This one is from Facebook group from Albi G. And he says, wants to be like Papa. And he's literally smoking the Woody right there. That big old big cigar. I love that. Look at that dog. He's so happy. He's so happy right now. He's like, you know what? I could just die right here. All right, let's get the next one. This next picture comes from Michael Bowman, chilling with my buddy and enjoying this fine cigar. He's got the Macanudo Inspirato Black with his dog. Look at this little pint half. Those things are so loud. I have never had one of those before, but they are so incredibly loud and adorable. And if they weren't so cute, probably no one would have them because of the loudness again. All right, let's do the next one. This one right here is from Andrew D. Root with his dog that's giving him that look like, what up, buddy? Is that for me? Throw it. I'll go get it for you. He says, what's everybody smoking tonight? I have to say this cigar is in my top five. The dog wishes I was throwing a ball and not taking this photo. So he took the picture while the dog was sitting looking at him like that and then posted it on the internet while the dog was sitting looking at him like that and wrote this description right here. I absolutely love it. And the next one is not not a canine, not a man's best friend, but certainly earns the title right here. Uh, This one is from David Hobbs, and he said, who needs a cutter when you have a cat? Here's the perfect answer to that question. If you have a cat, you need a cutter. You need to cut off the part that was in the cat's mouth because cat's mouths are like the nastiest thing in the world. Even though they say dog's mouths are clean, Dog's mouths are not clean. Cat's mouths are not clean. They're all not clean. But I will say, that cigar probably smoked like a flute when you were done with it because he had so many teeth inside that thing. I love it. Hey, if you guys haven't done so, join the Cigars Daily Nation Facebook group and hang out with the great guys and gals there who all share their passion for cigars all right i want to grab a couple comments from you guys let's get this roger hernandez says are there any placencia farm roll available uh, if you check the site and go on cigars daily the sampler that's got uh, some placencia it's got some viking but it also has those farm rolls i believe we still have that one right now it's in the slider thing on the home page so now i've told you how to find it that's like the best <laughs> i've got to offer for that right now all right let's get another comment before we do the comment craze hmm Greenva says would it be sacrilege to enjoy uh, other anything other than Placencia Almaforte tonight? I can't say yes because I'm not enjoying the Alma Forte. I'm enjoying the Alma del Fuego. So I'm already sacrilegious in the cigar world. But I don't know, I think so. I think there's a lot of great stuff that you can smoke, and people routinely do. The best cigar to smoke is always the one that you love. So if you love the Alma Forte, light that up. I would say the biggest cigar sacrilege is when you intentionally smoke a cigar you don't want to smoke. Because of the circumstances, because you're going to offend somebody, because it's expected of you, because somebody's going to say something because you just lit up an acid. Like that's the kind of stuff that I think is cigar sacrilege. You should definitely always be smoking the cigars that rock your world, no matter what anybody says. All right. Get me one or two more of these, Billy. These people are wonderful. Rex Fowler says, just join the Facebook group. That's great. Fantastic. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's wonderful. There's a lot of good stuff. All right. Let's get Pedro Ramos. Yep. What's your favorite Placencia cigar? Great question. So this is my deal with Placencia. I love the brand so much that we brought it into Cigars Daily. And, and Jim and I both do this. We carry cigars here that we want to carry just because we love them. We don't care if people buy them. Buy them, don't buy them. We're still going to carry them because when we carry them, we get to smoke them. For me, Placencia is that brand. And I got to say, it, picking my favorite Placencia is one of the hardest things to do. The catalog doesn't have like 50,000 blends in it, like some of these other cigar makers out there. They've got a few really solid lines between the Alma Forte, Alma del Fuego, Alma del Campo, the Cosecha 146, and the Reserva Original. And I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything right now. Nestor, can you nod? Am I missing any of them right now? I can see them down below. I don't think I am. I think I got them all. I missed one. Oh, the uh, Alma Forte Natural. Nope. Yeah, that's it. He's nodding right now. So those are their lines. And I got to say, to me, each one goes really, really well for a different occasion. The Alma Fuerte and Alma Del Fuego, nice and thick, full-bodied flavor. They're really good for a special occasion. While the Alma Del Campo is really good with a cup of coffee. If you got into my head, if I had to pick one, it would be the Alma Fuerte. I would be smoking that black banded thing and loving every puff of it. Although I will say, when we got the Alma Fuerte natural, I sniped some and took them home. So those are the Placencias that are actually in my humidor at my house right now. I don't know. Yeah. When I guess when I take my own inventory, it's not sniping it. But I do say snipe when I take it. Snipe. All right. It makes me feel better about it. Guys, I want to make sure that we get plenty of time with Nestor. So we've got to jump into tonight's comment craze. This is where I'm going to ask you a question. And truthfully, I'm going to ask you to uh, comment with your answer to this question. These are important things that help the cigar industry move forward. I think the whole industry is better for these questions that we all answer. Normally, we ask a question having to do with the cigar industry or ask you guys to contribute to the cigar industry, but this one's about you. This one's about your home life. And all of us, we deal with this kind of stuff at home with our families. Right around the 4th of July, you end up getting together with the people you love and having an amazing meal. And that meal always has one crackpot weirdo uh, from your family who everyone wishes wasn't there, but they are because they know where you live. And so this question is sort of about that. This is totally hypothetical situations. no real people in this situation, but I'm gonna ask you to answer uh, with your answer to this hypothetical scenario. Let's throw it up. During a large family dinner, your cousin, we'll call her Karen, passively says, I don't know why you smoke cigars. They're so disgusting. And now it's your turn. Serve up an epic response. Words and actions are both permitted in this one. Let me read that one more time. During a large family dinner, your cousin, we'll call her Karen, passively says, I don't even know why you smoke those cigars. It's so disgusting. Uh now it's your turn to respond. Serve up an epic response. Words and actions are both permitted. Billy, did you have one? Is that what you were? I've got one, but not for this side of the after party. Not for oh, for this for the after party. Okay, so this is something that's actually happened. You don't think yours is okay? Everything we want to say is things that are not okay for the internet, but okay for a family dinner. What the hell kind of families do you have? (laughs) All right. All right, Billy. What do we see? (laughs) So is your face, Karen. I like that. That is solid to the point and poignant, by the way. So is your face, Karen. The kind of thing that you can say with a smile on your face. It's disgusting. Oh, it's so disgusting. All right. Sean Turner. To the streets. I t- are you taking to the streets or are you sending Karen to the streets? We're the we're the street. Oh, we're going to the street. Yeah, we're on the fight. Okay. I have actually had someone in my family ask me to go outside during a family dinner. I, I'm not even kidding you. And we did. We did go outside. It was not, it was not, <laughs> that's fair. It was the gym to smoke a cigar? No, it was not. It was somebody who was authentically very angry with me. So do you, and, and I was like, do you want to go talk about this outside? And he was like, well, I'm already in trouble with my wife anyway, we might as well. And we went outside and had some words. No punches were thrown, although I was ready for that. All right, let's get a couple more of these. Rex Fowler, your comment is fantastic. We're not going to put it on the screen because community guidelines are fuzzy at best. So we're just going to go ahead and respect everybody's body and their choice. Thank you for posting. All right, let's see. Go ahead and get them. This one's from Cigars and Scripture. Yeah, well, that's like your opinion, man. Oh, it's so great. The Big Lebowski. (laughs) We had that written on the board as a quote in the shop. And I got to tell you, if you're eating dinner with your family and you're dressed like the dude, 10,000 internet free points that you get right there. All right, what's the next one? This one's from Matthew Cordell. He says, it's above your head, Karen. Oh, slick, condescending. I like that. Nothing meets passive aggressive like condescending. (laughs) It's over your head, Karen. All right, and this Karen is one of those names you can say like that. All right, Uh, sure, why not? This one is more, I don't know why this one is more appropriate than the one we didn't read. My tongue, my taste buds, my choice. This one really assumes a lot of Karen's like outlooks, political views, but I guess that that's where we're going with it. That's fine. I like it. My choice. We're all about that these days. Uh, This next one is dropping ash on Karen from Cheesehead. (laughs) So you're like, so you're already smoking a cigar there at the dinner table and you're like, that's maybe that's why she's saying it. Just tap that ash at her. There you go, Karen. That's in your meat and gravy now. All right. And Tyler, Terry Pitts with a legitimate one. Don't knock it till you tried it. And then Karen's like, I'm not going to try it. It's so bad for you. And you're like, Karen, you eat McDonald's three times a week. Shut up. Okay. What's the next one? <clears throat> There's some good ones here. man says, so is this the way you're going to die? So this is the way you're going to die, Karen. <laughs> Oh, so this is how you die. Too much? No, that's not too much. I mean, I don't know Karen and your family. Uh but certainly if if she's talking to you like that at a family dinner, she's into some stuff. Um Okay, Billy. Billy's fer- ferociously reading through them, trying not to violate community standards, but also, yeah, I go feel for like it.
1: this would be a weird question
0: to ask Karen. Are you getting any more Placentia and st- cigars in stock soon? <laughs> Karen, are you getting any more Placencia cigars and stuff? Yes, we are. We have boxes of them. When I say boxes, I don't mean like a singular cigar box. I mean container boxes filled with Placencia cigars on the way here right now. This is the big thing that I was complaining about this week. We're working with our manufacturers to make sure that they get containers in from Nicaragua and then they have to ship us the product so they can ship us enough. So yeah, it's all on the way. All right, get the next one, Billy. This one's from Brandon Souter. He says... Uh, it shortens my life, so I don't have to talk to you much longer. That's a classic family response. Yeah, if I die soon, I at least don't have to be around you. Thank you very much. Good. Uh, all right. Good ones, There's some really good ones. Billy is Billy's a little gun shy these days, and I like I appreciate it. He's keeping the channel from going under. Let's get one or two more of these, and then we're gonna grab Nestor on the show. I want to know what he would say because because no, everybody in Nestor's family smokes cigars. Roger uh, Roger P says. Look at her drops, hockey gloves. <laughs> Looks at her, drops. Dro- Looks at her, comma, drops hockey gloves. Yeah. It's gonna be I- hard to eat dinner with hockey gloves, but all right. Nope. He puts on the hockey gloves and then he drops them and then he jumps over the table and tackles Karen. If you tackle someone at family dinner, yeah, automatic internet points. Uh yeah, go ahead and get Roberts. Roger says, Hey Karen, since you talk so much, just buy me some cigars. <laughs> That's fair. Karen automatically talks too much. And the one below that. Why would your family invite Karen in the first place? <laughs> That's the question you'll ask. Who? How did you get here, Karen? Who the hell told you about this thing? All right. Who invited you, Who invited you, you Karen? <laughs> Aren't you like a third cousin? God, I can't stand that. All right. Uh, give us one more. Give us one more good one. This one's from Ben Smith on Facebook because we need something to cover up your stink. Karen, boom. That's a mic drop at dinner. If I could drop this mic, I would, but we already know that the audio is a little sketchy on it. So from the beginning of the show, guys, I want to make sure that we get plenty of time for our guests tonight. So please continue dropping your cigar questions and comments down below, but I want to invite you to welcome to the show a guy in the cigar industry. Oh, I caught it. I got a guy in the cigar industry that I have a tremendous amount of respect for. If I've got my list of like my top three people that I look up to in the cigar world, he is one of them, if not at the top of that list, fifth generation cigar maker. <clears throat> he is paving the way for cigars in the future, trying new technologies, stuff that other people haven't even thought of and pumping out amazing, amazing blends through Placencia cigars. Please drop a comment, put your questions down below and welcome Nestor Placencia.
1: Hey, thank brother, you, and thank you to him. It's a pleasure, man. Yes, <clears throat> thank so you. Good to these, have you on. Thank you for the invitation, and thank you for being with your viewers and listeners. It's it's my pleasure. It's completely my pleasure. So, thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, but I do maintain that the privilege is mine. And I gotta know. Here's the question: Your family dinners are first of all huge, and second of all. Uh, if anybody at the dinner was like, ah, cigars are disgusting, they're terrible. I imagine that they're, first of all, in the minority, because everyone's already smoking a cigar after dinner. How would your family handle that?
1: Karim, you're not a placentia anymore, period.
0: <laughs> you have to change your name.
1: You have to all change right, your name. And I'm going to take, take you to the farm. So we'll see you going to understand how these beautiful things are made of of the tobacco growth in the beautiful land. I'm gonna take you to the farms. I'm gonna take you to the factories. Look, talk to the people who's making with the beautiful hands, this beautiful uh, piece of art. So don't talk to me anymore.
0: I'm just, I'm now picturing you with Karen tied to a wheelchair and you're (laughs) rolling her through the factory. You're like, see Karen, do you see all the people? this is great. And your family is truly filled with so many wonderful people. Uh, and we can talk about a lot of them tonight, but I want to I wanna get everybody's comments and questions in front of you. Billy is uh, Billy's pulling some of them up right now, but we're talking about Placentia cigars tonight. And we've got a few blends. We pull up the, the three cigar lineup of Placentia stuff. You guys can learn more about these cigars. There's a link down in the description below. And there's great stuff going on tonight. I talked about the Filthy Viking Lancero, and that is here. And you can learn about that. In the description as well but placencia is really what i want to dive into because nestor your cigars not only come with the blending experience of generations but you guys have put so much time and age into these leaves it's truly an amazing thing i got the alma fuerte and the alma del fuego right here how did you land on like we're gonna do Everybody says we make the best cigars. Everybody says that, right? But we're going to make like the most quality cigars with like the best possible tobacco, 10 year age tobacco. How did that come out rather than doing what? Sorry, ooh, I hit the microphone. I don't even know what that does. Rather than doing what everybody else does, which is, ah, we're going to put out a cigar in the $6 range so that people will buy it. Like, where, how did you guys come up with Placencia and the brand that it is?
1: We We understood that we were missing the best part of this beautiful industry. That is being closer to the final consumer. Now we have that. So we said when we launch something with our name on, have to be the best. So we've been, we've been growing tobacco for 156 years. We're going to be starting 156 crop yearly, despite revolution, hurricanes, you name it. So we've been growing tobacco year after year, despite anything. So we said, we were, we're missing the best part of this beautiful industry. We're vertically integrated. We grow the tobacco. We ferment the tobacco. We make the cigars, but we're missing that connection. So we say, we, if we come with our name in a cigar, I have to be with the best. And it's been, we've been yeah. learning, and we're still learning how to grow tobacco. I'm a farmer. I love to be a farmer. So I want to understand the soil. I want to understand the microclimate. I want to understand the plant. And I want to get the best out of that the tobacco fields can give to you guys. And now we're, we are feeling so much joy when, when, I, when I listen to people comments about the cigars that we're making. You know, the things that they, that they created. Uh, baptism, celebrating with our cigars. Marriage. Divorce. Man, you name it. Whatever you want to celebrate. <laughs> celebrate with a cigar. You want to be with yourself. You know, your meditation with the cigar. And there's few things, team, that makes me happier than listen to what our cigars are bringing to our people. That is amazing. Yeah. It's a love. It's a, it's a work of art. It's a work of love. It's being on the fields, man. I'm I, I spent a lot of time on the fields with my team. It's a it's a team effort. I'm learning with my from my dad from the people that have been with us for a lot of years. You know, for the new people that are that are coming in. It's man. I don't have words to describe it, but I'm living this every day. So I'm so much blessing in my life that I cannot describe it.
0: Well, I wanna get some of our viewers' comments in front of you right now, brother, real, real quick. This first one is from Epson and he's on YouTube and he's got one for you and for me. He says, hi, Tim and Nestor, trying the Alma Fuerte natural six-toe and wonder what's the story behind the hexagon shape compared to the standard box press. That's a six-sided cigar. Yeah, how'd you guys come up with
1: that? Beautiful, beautiful, I love that question. I'm in love with nature. So I'm learning from nature every day. You know, I go to the fields, I see I see nature, I go to the forest. And I was reading about biomimicry. Biomimicry is a science that mimics nature. Nature has been with us for 3.8 billion years. So there's a lot of things that we can learn from nature. So I was reading that the hexagon shape is the perfect shape for nature because coming from the coming from the beehives. Uh, and I and I was thinking, how how can I implement nature wisdom to our cigar to our cigars production to our cigar shapes so we did try and error try and error until we came with the mold with the hexagon mold we make the cigar rounded like a box press then we put into the into the hexagon mold and then we edge the cigars in another hexagon mold in order to maintain the shape and the result was amazing it feels very comfortable in your hand uh it smokes perfectly and the, and the response from a customer, it's unbelievable. It's the number one sale that we have in all the line, the Hexagon Colorado Claro and the, and the Hexagon uh, Colorado. So it's amazing. So we're so happy for the people are, are, are liking that cigar because for me it was, a, was just, you know, we, we're gonna give it a try. We don't know what's gonna happen, but it's the only way that you can learn. If you try it and you and, and fail, so you try another, another thing. And we have tried a lot of things in the past that didn't work. But this, thank God, works. And that's the story about the hexagon-shaped cigar. And we still, okay. we, we're still learning. we still implement it. And there's some new things coming in for the future.
0: I want to ask you about this specifically because this is one of the things that has impressed me so much. Uh, when, when Jim and I came down to visit you in 2019, you showed me the 100-Year Forest. And you, you took us out there and you guys have grown a hundred year forest in like a few years, this massive, massive trees, 30 to 50 feet tall trees. They're absolutely huge. You said this, was this a geneticist you brought out to do this? We just briefly, because I want to get to comments more than anything, but briefly tell the story, if you will.
1: Yes, I was, I was uh, looking for the tech talks and all the, and all this, uh, what is, what is new in agriculture and forestry, how we can, how we can save the water that we have, you know, the. The, the the forest the trees and everything and i was and i was watching that these guys in india are putting these uh trees that grows in 10 years like a hundred year forest they have a special soil component that we have to that we have to dig a hole you have to work with native species don't bring anything from outside so you work with native species you work with different length you know different uh tolls of the trees putting into a mix and we create that forest that is, man. I was there uh, yesterday, and it's and with the rain because we're in the rainy season. It's still growing, growing, and growing more. It's unbelievable. Amazing. So it's part of that we give back to nature, man. We have to give back to nature. Nature has given us a lot to us, so we have to take care of it. And I'm and I'm truly believer of that that we have to uh, take care of our soil because our soil is is the best of if you take care of your soil you're going to have the best tobacco that you can have if you have the best tobacco you're going to have the best cigars and everything starts in your soil so we have to take okay. care of it and that's all the things that and, we're doing to implement that
0: and briefly this has occurred to me since I left the factory down there and I've been curious to ask you this for a long time are you building that 100-year forest in 10 years with the idea in the back of your head that someday you want to be able to grow tobacco crops in like 20 minutes like you no. plant them and 20 minutes later, you got 12 foot tall tobacco and you could just do like six crops a year. That, that's not in there?
1: No, no, I don't, don't, like, don't want to do it. I want to <laughs> take my time with the tobacco. <laughs> All right,
0: good, good man. All right, this next comment is coming to you from Simon Kim. Do you use tractors or cows to plow the soil at Placentia Cigars? You got a lot of acres, brother. How yeah, do you plow the yeah. soil? We do, we
1: do both, we do both. At the beginning that, that the planets is small, we use cows, but then when the plants are going are going a little bit t- taller, so we use some tractors as well. So we have so we have both.
0: It's fully integrated. I love, and I love, right, and I love
1: cows. I love cows because cows don't compact the soil as a tractor because of the weight. And also the damp of the cow helps you with the fertilization of the fields, especially with organic organic growing uh, tobacco.
0: I want to take a Facebook comment really, really quick from David Wingert. He's got some words for you, Nestor. Placencia cigars are legend. He said, big shout out to Nestor for continuing the family legend and for staying connected to the people. Absolutely awesome. If that's one thing you are, it's a man of the people. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. I love that comment. I really appreciate it, man. Man, we're, We're living the dream. We're living the dream and also the team over here. I, 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 I share with them the comments with the people, the ratings, the testimonials, and I want to make feel proud of everything that they're doing because we're going to do it by yourself. do Everything that we do over here is, is a teamwork. And I'm so proud of my team, man, that I, it's unbelievable. And these guys are amazing.
0: Awesome. All right, I got one on uh, YouTube from Cigars R Us. Question for Nestor. How old were you when you first – brought around the when you were first brought around the farm and factory and how old when you actually decided and knew this is what you would do the brand is great he says
1: how old uh were i uh don't remember (laughs) i think i was did you have uh, a tobacco
0: diaper when you were 20 days
1: 20 days old or something like that because i was (laughs) (laughs) i was born in a tobacco family Manage, imagine that and i My fields, my my first memories come like when I was like three years old or something like that, being on the fields. But I've been before that. Uh, My mom took me to the farms with my dad, and I remember going with my grandfather. You know, playing playing on the tobacco barns. But something that I do remember still in my mind is the smell of the tobacco barn. When every time that I go there and I see the tobacco hanging, there's a special smell. It's Unbelievable smell, you know. Sweet, you know. It's caramel. It's unbelievable. And every time that I go to a cutin bar, I, I remind. I, it reminds me of my childhood. You know, smells gets into your brain, and, and then you can recall things, stuff like that. So that always happened to me. And I was and I was very young. I I remember, you know, always surrounded by smoke. Always surrounded by by cigars on the ashtrays, you know. And I remember people having fun. A lot of people having fun. We were in the very, very bad times uh, with Blue Mole uh, uh, switching from uh, from Nicaragua to Honduras. But I don't remember people sad. I remember people having fun, despite the situation. And you know, that's stay with me all the time. So that I think what, what cigars bring to all of us, you know, we celebrate moment with cigars. We celebrate a good day with cigars. We celebrate everything with cigars. So, you know, that's since I was, very, very little. I I remember that.
0: Yeah, and I try the same
1: things with my kids.
0: Just to give you guys the idea, the blue mold and uh, are the what, what are the two diseases? It's uh, black mold and
1: blue mold and black shank are the two. Are the two black shank
0: species. and blue mold? When your crops get these in the cigar world, it's the it's the cigar equivalent of owning a store in downtown Seattle in 2020, 90% of your stuff is just gone like that. Like it's just gone overnight, right? Like rioters come in and they burn it down and it's all gone. So it's, I mean, it's devastating. It's absolutely devastating what those things can do, but you worked uh, with the seeds to create hybrids, to create seeds that were resistant to black mold and or blue shank, right? Blue
1: and yeah. Shank. Black shank. We worked, we worked with the genetists. In order to in order to get the, you know we have fields that we know they're infestated with a black shank for example that everything that you put over there is gonna die but some plants resist so I take the seeds out of that plant and, and 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 uh mix it with another with another seed and then we have a seed that is resistant and then we have to do the same thing for 10 years in order to have a, 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 a area already established so we do that we work with Omelio spino is the the the, be, the best genetics in tobaccos in the world. So it's helping us many years ago in order to develop seeds and we develop uh, new things that are coming in the future as well.
0: Let's go ahead and bring up uh, that the three the three stick sampler right or the lineup so you can see this these so when you guys look at Placencia cigars you're looking at cigars that are that are grown with seeds that have been genetically made to resist these diseases that in the past have destroyed crops I mean Nestor's grandfather and his father and his great grandfather all had crops that were just like nope your entire crop year is completely gone amazing and you guys have increased the production which you need to. Because Americans are voracious cigar smokers, <laughs> as I'm sure you've noticed,
1: <laughs> and we're happy and we're happy to do that, and we do it also organically because there's some there's tobaccos on the blend, and that you know is 100% organic tobacco without using any pesticides. So imagine that. So so we work we work also with our with the best fungicide, which is the sun, and we grow the tobacco when the sun and the heat is more. So the blue mold the blue mold needs cold temperature and high humidity. So we grow these tobaccos in order to have more, more heat. So there are more essential oils, more taste also in the tobacco. And that's why, you know, our people are loving, are loving our cigars. And, and all the cigars that have the placenta name have, have some organic growing tobacco on the blend. So that's just a secret sauce that we're using over there.
0: Awesome. All right, next comment is coming from Jay Brothers. He says, "How long does Placencia age the Leafs on average?" And I know there's a huge variety here, so take us through the three cigars right here. I know the Alma Fuerte is 10 years yeah. aged, right?
1: Ten Tell years. us about some of the others. Alma del Fuego is seven years, and Reserva Original is about five years.
0: Five years, So Different different levels of time for the different uh-huh. cigars, right? Yeah. And, and certainly one, for the different the
1: benefits uh, team that we have is that we are growers. So we grow great amount of tobacco, so that, that uh, let us build inventory of tobacco. Inventory tobacco is, is, is your, your biggest commodity, and that taking care of is getting better with time, if you know how to age it, if you know how to ferment it. And that being, being a, a grower that you've uh, you been us with here the farms, and you see the scale of our, of our growing uh, farms and everything, so that gave you, that gave us a, a very a good advantage in order to maintain good inventory of very good tobacco.
0: Amazing, all right. The next one's coming from YouTube as well, from Danny Gomez. Hey Nestor, saludos hermano. My family hails from El Salvador. By any chance, do, uh, do you know if there's any type of tobacco market there or any other Central American country besides Honduras and Nicaragua? And I'll say the Dominican Republic. So outside of those three, and Ecuador, yeah. Saludo, and, and
1: saludo de, de Nicaragua. Uh, there's some tobacco growing in Costa Rica that we do with some with some farmers, and also in Panama. Uh, those are the two countries that I know. I know that uh, Guatemala grows some cigarette tobacco, not cigar, premium cigar tobacco, but uh, for for premium cigars, mainly Honduras, Nicaragua, a little bit in Costa Rica, and a little bit in Panama.
0: Now, I've heard this since I left your farms and your factories there, Nestor, and I wanted to ask you about this, to, and you can tell me how true this is, because I hear a lot of buzz in the cigar world. People say things, they'll make a comment, and then I, I don't know if it's true. Somebody told me that in Omotepe, you're doing the bulk of growing on the island of Omotepe. Is that the case? Is Placentia the, the main grower there, or, or the only grower there, even?
1: We are we are the main grower. There's a few growers that are very little, very little acreage that they grow. And Ometepe tobacco is the one that you're enjoying right now. That's so special because it's uh, the Alma del Fuego, and we have fire in our soul. In order to present the Alma del Fuego, you know, it's a volcanic island. It's a, it's a, a, an island surrounded by fresh water, and that little island has two volcanoes. So that soil is 100% volcanic, and it's fresh water all around. The microclimate it's unbelievable for tobacco. I visit Ometepe and I went to see the farmers and the people over there. It's amazing, man. Whatever you put on the ground, it grows. And if, so imagine the quality of that tobacco. That, and, and Ometepe, you have to be very careful how you blend it. So we get bold and we put more than 50% of the blend with Ometepe tobacco in that cigar. Yeah. But aging, 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 is- makes, aging makes a big difference on tobacco, man.
0: Yeah. So if you guys see a blend and it says Omotepe anywhere in it, wrapper, binder, or filler, that's something special. And you just said the Alma del Fuego, which is in tonight's lineup. You should check out the link in the description because you'll learn more about it and the incredible value. The, this, you said 50% Omotepe?
1: Yeah. A little bit more than 50% of Omotepe tobaccos in that blend. And, and also, and also seven years. And also, we have a song grown wrapper uh, from Jalapa. So that the sun grown uh, instead of, a, for example, Alma Alma Fuerte is a shade grown, but a sun grown gives more soil into the into the plant. The yield of wrapper is lower, but the more more essential oils in order to protect for the sun rays. So we'd have fire from the soil and fire and fire from the sun, and that's that's why it is Alma del Fuego.
0: I love that. All right, Billy's got another one from James C. James says, "Can we take a second to admire that hat?" Uh, you know how Forrest Gump says you can tell a lot about a person by their shoes. Same goes for a good hat. That's true. And you've got – now, the, the hat, the, there's a story behind the hat because that's the El Jefe hat, right? Like there's not a lot of guys that get to wear that hat at the factory. That's like a thing, right, in cigar factories?
1: Yeah, no, but I we you know that like we're open and everybody can do whatever they want over here in terms of dressing. But I love the hat, man. I, I spent a lot of time on the field, so I use the hat a lot a lot of time and this is very comfortable this is a panama hat and i have cowboy hats that you know, i i team was with me with jim uh, riding horses on the field so i love wear yeah horses. and uh and uh so I, I i use the hat all the time but thank you for the coming
0: yeah it is a badass hat i gotta say all right we got I need one of those hats. I'm gonna go ahead and go on Amazon and get one later if they sell them on there. All right. Next comment right here is from Grim. Grim says, "How are Placencia cigars rolled? I never had a bad burn, uh, and can set them down for several minutes without them going out. So, what's the secret in the sauce for getting the cigars rolled so that they burn perfectly? They don't go out. Like, what's your guys's method and
1: and madness? It, it's it's our team. It's our team, man. You can have. We have our our Quality control system is a little bit different. We don't we don't reject bad cigars. Bad cigars. We train the people to make good cigars, and they want to make good cigars. Even though we're not inspecting them, because they have they know where that cigars is going for. And we explain to our people every time that a people buy one of the Plasencia cigars, they're gonna enjoy life. They're gonna give us at least two hours of their precious time. So we have to do it the best that we can. And the people, you know, take their time. We don't rush the production. You know, they have they put the legero on the middle. Then you cover with the Bezos leaves and them the Seco leaves. And then, you know, care about what you're doing because these are going to make people's life better. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that we help. That two hours, we're going to improve the people's life, you know, that in order to solve the responsibility that we have. And we had an amazing team of people that are making the cigars. Also, the combustion uh, process gone from the knowing the soil where the tobacco is grown, you know, using the right fertilizer, knowing when that leaves have to be harvested, knowing how many days those leaves have to be in the curing barns, knowing how to select it and the aging and the, and the fermentation process. It's, it's the process since the seeds to the final process. And I'm a witness to that because I spent a lot of time in the fields, Imagine that, you know, I saw the tobacco being planted. I saw the tobacco being uh, harvested, being on the cutan barns, being aged, being fermented, the cigar being rolled. What a blessing, my friend. What a blessing. And I have the privilege to talk daily with my people. Like cigar daily, I speak daily with my people. So, Yeah, buddy,
0: I love it. Yeah, and I and and just a quick story from when Jim and I went down to the factory to visit you, Nestor. This is one of the things that impressed Jim the most. That was it, what you're talking about with the quality of the team, it runs through Everybody that works at Placentia, not just the rollers, not just the bunch arrows and the roll arrows and the and the people who who assemble the pylons and then uh, rotate them, but there was a there was a gal, a young gal uh, at the at the the factory in Esteli when we were sitting with you, we were having some coffees in between you know the events, and this girl was mopping. And she literally mopped this entire hallway, just head down, just focused on mopping. She mopped all the way through this hallway. And then a few guys rolled through with a bunch of huge containers with cigars on them. And she just sat there on her mop and she watched them go through her floor. And then she just put her head down. And just started mopping that hallway again.
1: <laughs>
0: but everybody seems so dedicated to what they're doing, whether it's mopping the floors or rolling cigars or rotating tobacco in a pylon. That's that's one of the truly impressive parts, just like what you're saying. Okay, next comment right here is coming from BD's BFB. Okay, <laughs> those are all English letters, but I could not get any of them out. What's your best short smoke? It's a fair question.
1: It is uh, a estico from Reserve Original. Four and a half by 36, if I recall well. So it's uh, easy smoke. You know, you get it, you grab it, you got a lot of flavor for that small cigar, and then you go. So that's, uh, that's our, our, our smaller bitolas.
0: Yeah, and those are four bucks a stick. So it's not going to break the bank either. And I love that about it. All right, next one right here is from Facebook from Chris Young says, Cigars Daily Nestor, what is your favorite cigar Ooh. in the line? Yeah, now, oh, now you got to pick one. Can
1: you do uh, it? I love them all. It's like picking, it's like picking one of your children. Yes, <laughs> uh, I love them all. I cannot say it. Every, 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 <laughs> every cigar I have a time in, in the day to, to be enjoyed. Like uh reserve original in the morning, then Alma del Campo with a Cosecha 146. Then I go with the Alma del Fuego, Alma uh, Fuerte Colorado Claro. Then I, I finish the day with Alma uh, Fuerte Colorado. So that, that kind of stuff. Excellent. But I love it's them all, massive. man. I love them all. In, in, in every in every blend that we're gonna release, I have to be in love with that, and not just myself. The team have to be in love in love with that as well. So you know, so we get a lot of feedback. We work as I. It's a teamwork, man, because it's a huge responsibility. And how you are not gonna use that wisdom of what so many people that have been with, with in love with tobacco for so many years? So let's use it. You know, let's let's work together in order to create things.
0: All right. Fantastic. Next one comment right here is from Shane on YouTube. He says, Nestor, how much tobacco do you keep? And is there any that you sell to other companies? So we're going to, these numbers now become big numbers because you say you're vertically integrated, but we're like, really like the question is for other vertical integrated companies, are you as vertically integrated as Placencia is? You guys are the box factory. You do so much growing. I know you sell tobacco. How much of it do you end up keeping? How much do you end up selling?
1: We keep about fifty percent of everything that we grow, uh, and we have a, spe- a specific field.
0: Looks like Nestor's feed has frozen up just a little bit. But what he was doing was talking it's about in the, the field. Industry. It was fantastic. Uh, we have the blessing that people just to-
1: trust in our blends, uh, and, our, and, and uh, we're very happy to have this kind of relationship for many years.
0: I was amazed when I was Hello. down there. We went. Yeah, I can see, can you hear me? Can you see me? me Yeah. So um, I was amazed when we went down there, you took us to in SLE where you guys have the warehouses with tobacco in the bales. And I mean, they're hundreds of yards long, football fields long of warehouses, so many of them. And I I think at one of them, I asked how much tobacco is in this warehouse. It was like 2 million pounds of tobacco in the one warehouse. It was just like so magical and amazing. And that's, you say is about half. It's about half of the stuff you keep.
1: Yes, yes, and uh, and uh, and we have different warehouses in different places be- because we can have a fire in some farm and that kind of stuff. So you have to you have to uh, diversify the risk and that kind of stuff. But I was I was I telling you, you know we're very blessed that people trust on our tobacco and we can have uh, some Placenta tobacco and a lot of cigars in the market right now. And I think there's a lot of great cigars in the market right now. It's a good time to be a cigars cigar lover.
0: Absolutely, there hasn't been a better time before. All right, the next one is. Frankie Caballero he says are the farm rolled cigar uh, defected cigars. So we got the uh, Placencia farm rolls that come in the seven packs and they're they're bundled up. And you and I haven't talked about them before. So I, the farm rolled ones that we get, I call them farm rolls here, but they're the bundles that you're sending me that come from the farms. Uh, how do you guys land on those? Where do those cigars come those from? Those are those are
1: good cigars. You know that that maybe we we'll have a customer that asks for uh 20,000 cigars and he just keep 15,000. So I put 5,000 on the humidor oh. and then another one, things like that, you know, but this is uh, some perfectly made cigars from this factory. We're not going to sell any bad cigars, never. And that's, and that, you know, what, 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 happened with some, some defect cigars on the, on the rolling, we take the cigar apart. We use them for short fillers and that kind of stuff, but never, we're going to ship any, any cigar that is not have the quality that we expect for
0: that was one of those things. Those Farm World deals are so good and all long filler, too. I think that there's there's tremendous value. I'm always, whenever I'm on the phone with Tom, whenever I'm talking to him about Placencia, I'm like, can you get me some more of those seven packs, some of the Farm World stuff? Because they're so, so good. All right. Uh, next comment right here is coming from Mark Frank or Mac Frank says, Nestor, what is your favorite cigar that is not a Placencia?
1: That is Nora Placencia. Good, good question. I have a lot. I have a lot of, that I like. We make a lot of cigars for colleagues in the industry, you know, that I like. You know, I like Croc cigars. I like Rocky Patels. I like Alec Bradley's. And cigars that we don't make uh, that's coming from other from other uh, factories. I like a lot of those, you know. I like Olivas. I like Padrons. I like Fuentes. I like AJ's. I like, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of great cigars in the market right now. But, but yeah it's 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 good but i love placentia you know Placencia is the one that i that i smoke evenly but there's a lot of great cigars in the market right now
0: he's li- is literally but more than any other guest almost that i have on the show when nestor says that he's like i love my Perdomos, i love my petros he's just talking about people that he knows too <laughs> it's just <laughs> like yeah these are all my friends and yes i also like their cigars we, we,
1: we have uh, you know this this is something that i love about this industry man everybody loves each other. You know, it's a great commodity. We help each other. You know, we have an issue on the farm. They help you out. Uh, I need some tables or molds. I, ask, I I call the people and the molds are there. They don't use it. And, you know, that's a beautiful thing about this industry that we we help. We help each other a lot.
0: All right, guys, we have got to change gears just a little bit for the episode right now, because we're going to head over to the after party. And here's the big deal. We do this episode every week on YouTube and Facebook. We want to do that, but it's getting harder online and it's getting less friendly to people who enjoy the type of stuff we enjoy. And to guys like Nestor, who has committed so much of his life and his family's background to this. So we're going to continue this episode, but we're only going to do it on cigarsdailyplus.com. So if you haven't gone over to Cigars Daily Plus, you'll watch the same episode you're watching right now, but it's going to continue on over there. So if you haven't done so, check the link in the description. You can go straight rate to the episode on cigars daily plus for the after party. It's a little more intimate of an episode where you'll be able to ask your questions again, directly to Nestor. So uh, we're going to take like a 20 second break Nestor. I'm going to ask you to hold on just for a few seconds. Is that all right? Perfect. All right. And then we'll, we'll be back with you guys in just a second on the after party. Otherwise stay tuned for another great episode next week, but if not, we'll see you on the after party in a few seconds. Thank you very much. And welcome to the after party. Now we are free, Nestor. Here, YouTube, I don't have to follow YouTube's community guidelines. I don't have to worry about Mark Zuckerberg saying anything about our videos. Like this is just us and the cigar world. So this is quite frankly the the time of the week I really look forward to the most. We're going to continue taking some comments right here uh, as soon as Billy's able to figure out the internet. He's got a, uh, oh, look at that. Go ahead and back up one and see if you can get that going there. Yeah, that's okay. We'll just keep it going and go ahead and try to bring it up, Billy. Billy's trying to get the the website on. Okay, old uh, old soul smoke says saludos. Oh yeah, will you read that to us, Nestor? <laughs> I'll butcher
1: it. That's a greeting from the states. I'm a Nicaraguan guy. Thank your family for your work in the magic tobacco of Nicaragua. So thank you very much. Uh, it's a pleasure. I'm a Nicaraguan myself. So being able to produce the best that the country can offer, it's uh, it's a wonderful feeling, and uh, and uh, and it's enjoyed in a lot of countries around the world. So in all the United States, so for me, that's a, one of the things that I love the most about this industry: that the people know Nicaragua for the best things that have to offer.
0: Fantastic, man! Fantastic. Now. <clears throat> For Placencia, for you, are there any other big things in the work that you can tell us about right now? I know Billy's trying to get uh, the after party up right now. And so uh, you guys are coming to the PCA, the uh, Premium Cigar Association trade show. And that's going to be coming up in just a a week or so here. What are you guys going to be announcing?
1: We're going to be announcing 100% uh, Honduran Puro, which is uh, Cosecha 149. We have a lot of love from Honduras. I, I, I was uh, living in Honduras since I was three years old. And then we moved back to Nicaragua. We never, we never stopped uh, making cigars over there and also growing tobacco. So we're going to make an homage to Honduras uh, for the fertile soil and for the people in Honduras with a Cosecha 149. It's, it's, an, amazing, it is, it's an, an amazing smoke and I, and I hope you guys are going to try it. And, uh, and let me know what you're going to think about it because I love the blend. And we do it, and we and do the it Cose- together with the field. Excuse me?
0: Cosecha 146 is what's out right now, right? The Cosecha yeah. 146? Yeah, and we're going to
1: come out with the Cosecha 149.
0: How is that going to be different than the 146?
1: 46 is a blend, Honduras and Nicaragua tobacco, and this is 100%, 100% Honduran puro, and this comes from the crop from uh, 2014, 2015 uh and that is and that is uh a, an amazing crop that we have in honduras we say the tobaccos we say we're going to do something within us and now now is the right time to do it and uh, and the tobacco it's unbelievable i love i love it it's, it's a medium to full smoke with a lot of a lot of flavor i love to blend in flavors i love the strength but i think if you over if you go up in this on the strength maybe you can cover the flavor of the cigar So we mostly focus on flavor every time that we blend a cigar.
0: Fantastic. I know that the guys in the tech crew in the back are having some problems with their, with getting their cigars daily plus up. Maybe you guys can try it on your phones, but just assuming that people are catching this, I'm really, I really want to get some more comments for you here, Nestor. So I'm going to work on doing that really quick. Um, I'm, I am so excited about the Cosecha 149 coming out. You guys go ahead and play. If we can see the comments, we'll just read them. Um, I'm so excited for that coming out here, uh, and I'll be I'll be seeing you at the trade show. Yes,
1: for sure, for sure. You're welcome. We have a cigar together over there, man. I'm gonna we're gonna enjoy Hell the yeah. every night.
0: I know Jim is looking forward to that too. When are you flying up? Are you flying up pretty soon?
1: I'm flying out to uh, to Miami on Thursday and Friday to Miami, Miami, Las Vegas.
0: Is it getting harder to travel internationally with all the stuff going on around here? Is, I know you've been crazy. back and forth.
1: It is crazy. I'm going it's been to madness, Honduras. Right? I have to take the flight from Honduras because there's more flights out of, out of uh, Tegucigalpa. And then going to Miami. It's, uh, but, but, you know, whatever, whatever is harder, it's, you enjoy it the best. So we are, we're going no matter what. Even though there's a hurricane going to Miami. So let's see how it goes.
0: There's a hurricane think, headed to Miami right now.
1: Yeah, it's a tropical storm right now. It's uh uh that is going that is going uh it's it's passing Cuba right now and then going to the Florida. My gosh.
0: Now, how do you handle that? I know there was a hurricane going to Nicaragua not too long ago.
1: We have two hurricane two hurricanes two weeks apart. Man, that was crazy. We have we, we we're at the beginning of the tobacco of the tobacco crop. Uh, it didn't it didn't make too much uh damage, but it it made some damage. It floated the soils. Uh, so that's why you know we have to take care. We have to take care of everything that we do. And uh, ETA in in Yota, that was a big disaster in the northern part of Honduras, in the east coast of Nicaragua. That was very bad for the people over there. And uh. Oh. And, but you know, but we're farmers, so we are we're exposed exposure to all that craziness that is happening all, all over there and over here.
0: Yeah, in Esteli, you guys didn't get hit terribly hard with crops or anything like that, right?
1: Esteli, Esteli, did pretty good. You know, the crop was pretty good. We have some damage in Jalapa because of the moisture of the soil, and also we have blue mold uh, in a Connecticut in a Connecticut plantation that we had uh but it's part. it's part of the game man. you use it you grow it you know that some tobaccos are gonna get hit and uh, but uh we we learn from that we try to fight uh find other ways that we can fight the diseases and that kind of stuff uh but it's part of the game it's part of the game
0: okay I've got comments up here from Cigars Daily Plus right now. I'm going to start giving those. I won't be able to put these ones on the screen like I was able to earlier, Nestor, but I just want to make sure people get the chance to ask you stuff. Uh, Andrew Norris is on. He says, I've never tried a Placencia cigar before, but ordered tonight's pack and I'm psyched and I want to tell everybody who's watching uh, on Cigars Daily Plus, look down below. You can find the lineup for tonight's episode where you're basically going to buy three Placentia cigars and get three American Viking cigars for free added on there. So we just wanted to make this as much value as we could to get some Placencia in your hands, so you could try them and see the value of these cigars that, that I fell in love with so early on. Andrew says, Nestor, I'm a big fan of the 602, and I'm wondering what's the main difference between that in the Colorado Claro
1: oh uh, we to, we took the blend a little bit in order to make it a little bit mi- uh, milder in taste the the wrapper is uh, Colorado oscuro in the six to two and the Colorado claro in the in the six to in the six to primero so those are the mo- their, their main difference a little bit a little bit milder uh, medium medium uh, plus and the other and the the uh, and the other one is medium to full, so it's a little bit stronger, but the flavor is is all And 100% Nicaraguan puro, both of them. And uh, uh, but I wanna but I wanna try because some people said you know I wanna like a lot milder, but I want they try it in the and the shaped cigar.
0: Yeah. Now is it is the the Colorado Claro? Is that also is that also ten year aged?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Oh man, that's fantastic. And it's uh, Richard.
1: Know, this is the one that that I'm enjoying right now. And, you know, we put, yeah. the, we put the chip on in order to have yeah, a, little, so- a little bit of innovation in a very traditional industry.
0: Hell, yeah. And what you put, you scan that with your phone and it gives you a bunch of info on the cigar. It takes you to the it, site where you can learn more. Takes you, it
1: takes you to like a f- flavor profile uh, video that we did, you know, so people want to understand what the kind of flavor they're going to get. Uh, but the most important thing is a verified uh, cigar, authentic plus Placencia cigar. Uh, that is on the market, and uh, and we can have uh, a lot of information. We can upload new videos so that people know more about the brand and that kind of stuff. So I'm I'm very excited. You know, we're farmers. We were always trying to 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 try new things. What's going on on the market? and We have people people that that uh, are telling us this is the new thing and that kind of. stuff. we want to implement in, in a lot of stuff. Never get Amazing. bored. Okay. Never get bored.
0: Never get bored ever, man, especially with all this, all that you get to have your hands in. Uh, Richard D. Jordan is on. He says, hello, Tim and Nestor. Placencia Alma Fuerte Sixto is one of the best cigars I've ever had. And I don't generally buy uh, a ring gauge that large, but I saw it on Ron Real TV and had to try it. By the way, Ron Real TV, a great YouTube channel on cigars. He says, I'm so glad I did. Keep up the great work. Love the passion and thank you.
1: Thank you very much man. Those kind of comments are the one that makes my day, makes my life and those comments I'm going to share with my people for sure.
0: Fantastic. Jeremy Goodrich is on and he says, "Mr. Nestor, what's your favorite rapper to work with?"
1: Avana rapper by far. I think that that Avana really? rapper growing in growing in our soil. It's unbelievable. The taste, the taste is unbelievable. Uh, I, I love it. And the varieties that we have developed uh, using as Habano, Habano seeds uh, from the beginning, it's unbelievable. I love that taste.
0: Oh, it's fantastic. Very,
1: very much in love.
0: Now, how much of the tobacco that comes out is Habano versus, you know, other types of seeds?
1: You have a Connecticut seed. You have Broadleaf. You have a, a Olor. You have a Piloto. You have a different a lot of a lot, different varieties that are that are on the market. But for me, Havana seed is, is the best by far.
0: Okay. And then, uh, David Wilson is on. He says, Nestor, what tips do you give someone that is going to Nicaragua for the first time? Me and my fiance are taking our honeymoon there.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Go to, go to San Juan del Sur. San Juan del Sur is a, is a town It's a fisherman town, uh, with a great restaurants, uh, surfing, that kind of stuff. You can go fishing, but if you can, man, visit us over here. I, I would love to show you around. And I, if I'm not here by any chance, I have a, a people dedicated to touring the factory, and it's gonna be a pleasure to show you around. You have to you have to experience the Nicaraguan tobacco culture. It's unbelievable.
0: It is amazing down there, just from what I got to see of it. Uh, it was like mind blowing, the number of people, the amount of land and what gets done with those people in that land is a truly an amazing work. A hundred percent. John is on. He said, I bought a box of the Alma Fuerte Solomon and a box of the Alma Fu- Del Fuego Conception and Filthy Viking. So I don't have much room for more cigars in my humidor until I smoke more. The good news is you can always smoke more. So that's like, great. Do you, now, do you have this problem with your cigars at home, Nestor? Do you take cigars home and are like, gosh, I've just got so much here. I have to smoke through some of this.
1: (laughs) I don't see that as a, that as a word, man. I enjoy every minute of it. So I like (laughs) it. I like like it a lot. Sark is
0: on and says, uh, have you ever had a bad draw? Uh, just for a small portion of the cigar, maybe one and a half inches. Have you ever seen that? And can you talk to a bad draw, Nestor, sort of what creates that and what you can do about it?
1: The ba- bad draw is when you put more tobacco than the cigar uh, diameter is going gonna, is gonna to allow. Uh, we have a draw testing machine that 100% of the cigars that we make, it's, it's, uh, it's a draw testing. Sometimes, you know, the tobacco, the humidity of tobacco can block also the the, the airflow through the cigar, so that happened also in the Figurados. If you have a little Figurado, it's hard to measure at the at the at the tip of the cigar. You know that that you have, and then it's going to open up. That 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 kind of stuff. So you know we try we try to to make the best that we can. But sometimes you know it's uh, with the humidity and that kind of stuff can the tobacco can blow the the airflow of the tobacco. But there's nothing yeah. worse than have a a a, a a a not good draw on the cigar because you want you don't want to work with the cigar. You want to enjoy the cigar, and uh. I think when, when you have when you have like a like uh you can have that. But if if you open it up, it's a parejo cigar and then it's a, it's a bad bad draws in the beginning, I don't think it's gonna improve. Because also yeah, when, you, been- when you when you lit up a cigar is gonna it's gonna bring so much humidity and that, and that's gonna make the problem worse.
0: I've also heard this, and you can speak to this better than I can, Nestor. I've heard that that a bad draw can often be can often come right behind the band because that's the part of the bunch that sits behind your your uh, your you know pointer finger and your thumb when they're doing the bunching and that's where pressure can happen sometimes. This sort of creates a bad yeah. creates a knot in there. Have you seen that?
1: That's true. Yeah, that's really some some tobaccos when the people make this make the cigar when the when the leaves are a little bit longer, you have to cut it and put it and put it into, through all the the cigar. So maybe they put a little bit more over there and that and that might be a reason as well and also now, if you make if you make a box press cigars if you make as around rounded you know when you book when you do box press you compress a little bit of the tobacco that is inside the cigar so that also can help you to uh to block the cigar the the airflow through the cigar
0: now james Corey is on and he says He's talking to hundred percent, John, about having too many cigars. He says, the good news is you can always buy another Tupperware container for like eight bucks and just throw all your cigars in there. This was one of the things I loved, Nestor. When Jim and I came to visit you, we got off the plane and I was like, I want a cigar. But we were in Managua. It was a two hour drive up to to come see you in Esteli. And we got Mm -hmm. in the car and I, I sort of asked, I was like, maybe do we get to have a cigar when we get there? And the driver just opened the center console of the car, and there was just cigars all over in there. Like the climate there is so good for cigars. Do you guys do you have to keep them in humidors? Do you worry that much about it, or
1: do yeah, you sort of have cigars just around the time of the year? But for example, the humidity right now it's very good because it's raining. But in the dry season, you have to you have to store the cigars in a better place. But the the thing is that my cigars that are that are in that compartment don't last that long, so I. Uh, yeah, I I feel it and I'm doing it uh, uh, very very fast.
0: Yeah, no, I know the ones that were in our car didn't last very long either. They sort of <laughs> we sort of went through all of them very quickly. Uh, Gabriel is on. He says, "Is there another country aside from Cuba, Nicaragua, and the Dominican Republic that you think could be an up and coming tobacco contributor? You know, it used to be the Dominican Republic was the place to make yeah. cigars. Now, mm-hmm. for the last twenty years, it's been Nicaragua. Can any other place?" Give Nicaragua a run for its money.
1: Ah, uh, well, to 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 fight against the volume that coming out of Nicaragua, that's a, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. Honduras is a great it's a great uh, cigar country as well. Uh, they don't have too many factories like like Nicaragua has, but the quality of the cigars coming out of Honduras is very good. So I recommend you to try it on during on cigars one. I've, I've been sort of asking
0: myself the same question about cigar growing countries. I know that Costa Rica has been doing some. I know Ecuador grows a lot of leaf. There's not a lot of rolling in Ecuador, right? Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. more leaf grown there than anything. Yes. Uh, uh, Ecuador
1: grows a lot of a wrapper tobacco.
0: Yeah, yeah. It seems like Nicaragua's kind of got the market cornered. At least for cigars in America, you're just not going to find another place that can really pump it out like Nicaragua can and does.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be tough because there's a there's a great companies working over here with the, making a great 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 cigars. In terms of volume, you know, the amount of tobacco that is growing over here, it's a it's a quite quite a quantity of of great tobacco growing over here. So so it's, it's Nicaragua is the king right now.
0: Hell yes, well guys, and I'm
1: from, and I'm from Esteli, my friend. I was born here in Esteli. My mother from Esteli. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm so I'm so happy and proud of that.
0: Oh, fantastic! Victor is on. He says, "Hi, guys. Nestor, do you let your soil rest after you harvest, and what do you do with the soil to prepare it for the next growing season?" Nobody in the cigar industry has got a better answer for this question than Nestor. That is, that Tell is us amazing. about the soil.
1: That is a great question. Uh, as I was telling earlier, I think one of the, the biggest asset, the most important asset that we have by far, is our people. Number one, but them in farming. Besides the people, it's our soil. So you, we have to take care of our soil. What we do to take care of our soil, we let fields rest. And in, when, it, when it's not the growing season, for example, right now, I grow different kind of uh, crops. I grow uh, leguminos like beans. I grow uh, grass like uh, uh, maize. I grow sunflowers. I grow uh, different kind of crops in order to that crop gonna grow. It's gonna get the photosynthesis out of the soil, out of the sun. Putting some uh, sugar back into the soil, we incorporate that, so we, we give, uh, again, we give back to the soil. We get the, the leguminos, absorb the nitrogen that is in the atmosphere, put it back into the soil, so we put the soil richer. And we also do uh, earthworm uh, vermicompost uh, from, the, uh, from the hummus, uh, er- earthworms uh, hummus, that we got all the crop residues. We put into compost with a uh, coal manure, horse manure, that we feed the worms with that, and the and the result is luxury organic fertilizer that we give back again to the soil. That is a, that is a, that is an amazing question. Thank you for for asking that.
0: Billy's Billy's got a question. question. Is it like a side hustle that he does with those other crops? Is that a is that a side hustle that you do with the other crops? No, what he's talking about, the, the Lagunas beans. They literally grow them, and Nestor, correct me if I'm wrong. You grow some of these things and then you don't harvest them, you just churn nothing, them back into the soil.
1: Nothing is for harvest, it's just for feed the soil. We we don't we it's don't we soil. don't grow tobacco, then we grow beans, then we grow for harvest. uh We just grow tobacco in those fields. Isn't and that amazing? Then, and the red that we put over there is for it's for incorporated back into the soil.
0: Amazing! Ah, that's just—I loved when we got to drive past those fields, Nestor. When Jim and I were there and see all of the all, all the fields, and you were telling us that yeah, we grow some stuff just to make the soil richer and to make it better for the for the tobacco. It's like so much care for the, for the leaf. Uh, Espen is on. He says hi, Nestor. Do you have any Placentia Figurado or Perfecto shape in your stock? If not, do you think that you're gonna uh, get anyone anytime soon? Is that a size that you would look at?
1: We have, we have, for example, the Cortes. I think that's the one that you have that you want in the, in the Reserva Original. It's a figurado. Uh, we have some torpedoes in, uh, in a Cosecha 146 and also in Reserva Original. So those are the ones. And we have the Salomon and Alma Fuerte as well. So we're trying, you know, we're trying to new, to new sizes and, uh, we are designing sizes for, for the future as well. We want to be innovative, you know, very innovative in a very traditional industry.
0: And and truly, you guys can get that tonight. If you want that figurado size, it's in the sampler. It's in the lineup, uh, the Placencia one. You can look down below this video on Cigars Daily Plus and find it there. If you grab that, you'll get the Reserva Original in the Cortez size. That's that figurado size. And it's, in my opinion, one of the best sizes of that blend. Um, Jordan McBride has a question for you, Nestor. Uh, Nestor, your people should get Tim's people, i.e. Tim, <laughs> to drink the Kool-Aid and get an American Viking Maduro in his lineup uh, and sell the, sell that leaf, man. Yeah. I mean, the, the darker, richer wrapper leaves that you guys have are so rich because of that soil. It's just truly, absolutely amazing. I love it. Thank um, you. Ben Smith has one for you, Nestor. He says, Nestor, what is your preferred cutter for your cigars that you smoke? Are you a V-cut, a punch, or a guillotine? I know the answer to this, but you tell them. How do you cut your cigars?
1: It's a guillotine, man. That's traditional. You cut it and have it and have it. But the most thing that I do, I use my nails, man. That is, uh, that is the Guajiro, the wahiro style. I don't have a cutter, but I have to my cigar. Nothing going to stop me to have my cigar. So I take it. I take it. Uh, I, I put it in my mouth. I take it the top, and then I go and enjoy that cigar. I
0: feel like I'm that guy who went to China one time and then came back and uses chopsticks forever for the rest of his life. ever since I came down to the factory and visited you, I use my fingernails to cut my cigars at my at my desk. And usually because I've lost my cutter, but yeah. yeah, that's a big thing that I do now. and it's and if you get good at it, it's very convenient.
1: It's very convenient, easy, easy.
0: Okay. Um, let's see. Now, Banker John has a question. So with mold, if you get the, the uh, blue mold or the black shank, do you have to burn the field when that happens? I know it doesn't happen to you a ton anymore, but how do you solve those issues?
1: No, what do you have? Because that disease, for example, is going, the blue mold is on the air and, and getting to the tobacco leaf, and that's, that's going to spread it because I have the right condition to spread. And then you have to let, you have to change uh, crops in order to that disease don't affect that crop, and that disease is going to be disappearing. Uh, little by little with the black shand, you have to, you have to, again, grow different kind of crops that that disease don't, don't feed out of the, out of the, just feed out of the tobacco, but don't feed out of other crops. And doing that, you're going to be avoiding that crop. And you have, and, and we have a huge infestation. You, you, you let the, the land rest for two, three, four crops, something like that.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now this next question is again from Andrew Norris. He says, how do you use your nail? He says, I tried this uh, uh, this weekend, and the outcome was okay. Do you have a cigar there you can cut with your nail and show us?
1: Let me see if I have it over here.
0: We hop back to StreamYard so I can see this. Over here. The master will do it for you. This is better.
1: You put a little bit of humidity. So you're doing it like this. Don't do it dry because it's going to take a lot of uh, your tobacco uh, wrapper. And then, let me see. You just do this, and you're good to go.
0: So you're literally just pinching the cap off. Yes. Because when I do it, I do it like. Put a a little bit of
1: Humidity first.
0: I usually just make an insert into the end, and I go in a circle around the wrapper. Because I'm not Nestor, and I don't. I'm not a pro. And then I'll just, I'll make a, I'll make a insert and sort of my own punch cut. And then I'll sort of pinch it out of the end there. And that's how I end up with my fingernail cuts. They don't look as good as Nestor's either, but they draw. Okay. (laughs) Great. Right. When you cut, you're just creating draw, right? That's the whole goal. You just want the cigar to draw. Yeah. So you can cut as long as the whole thing doesn't fall apart while you're doing it. You've done it well. You've done a good job. Um, Victor Figueroa says Nestor, how do most growers protect their crops when hurricane season hits? So you're in the middle of crop season, hurricane comes, what do you do? You're
1: going to do you're going to do a lot of stuff. What you have to what you have to do is improve your drainage. So when the water when the water come, have to, uh, find ways to go out of the fields. Uh that's that's the only thing that you that you can do. You know, create a better drainage uh, around the fields in order to make Allowed, don't allow the water to get into the field, so go through the sides of the fields. But there's not a lot of things that you can do.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, it, ultimately, you're going to hit a ton of extra rain in a very short period of time, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and and if you don't take care of your soil, that rain is going to erode. Your, your fertile soil is going to go to the rivers, and then you your soil get poorer and poor. So that's why we have to get back to the soil in order to have the rich flavor that we have. Everything guys start on the soil. Everything, everything, everything. So you put the right soil, you put the right variety of tobacco. And the most important thing is the know-how. When those leaves have to be harvested, when those leaves have to be going to the curing barn, you know, when you have to irrigate that that tobacco. Tobacco, as my father always said, it speaks to you. We have to learn tobacco language. And that takes a lot of time. And we're still learning. Let me tell you that. We're still in the learning process. And that learning process will never stop.
0: That's amazing. And and it's, you talk about the tobacco and you talk about the learning the tobacco and knowing when the tobacco is ready, but truly the knowledge is in so many other areas. I mean, you're talking about the soil and not just knowing that the soil is quality and that the soil has the nutrients that it needs, but keeping the soil where you need it when there's too much rain and not letting yeah. the soil wash away. I mean, the, the amount of knowledge that you got to have about that stuff, there's so many different areas.
1: And so many, and so many little details. My and my father said, it's the, the big little details. If you take care of those little details, they're going to make a big impact in the over and the over of the, of the quality of your tobacco. But that's the only thing that you can experiment at, learning, talking to the people around the fields every day. And they're going to teach you uh, way, 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 way more than, than, you know, And and surround you and surround with people with the passion with tobacco. You know that you have to love it. You cannot love something that you don't know. So the more that you know, the more that you love the leaf. It's unbelievable.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Now Gabriel says, uh, "I always hear about a favorite pairing, but what about your favorite meal?" And I'll ask you about your favorite pairing too. What do you drink when you're having a good cigar? Maybe in the evening after dinner, what's a good drink to go with a cigar? But also, what do you like? What do you eat?
1: I, I love to drink Nicaraguan rum by far, Flor de Caña, 12 and above, you know, 18, 18, 25, it's, uh, it's amazing. You know, and I like to compare, for example, with this one, the color of the wrapper together with the color of the rum, you know, touch it, try to use your five senses and everything that you do, man, how you can beat something that influences your five senses, man. Unbelievable! Every 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 sense that you have is influenced by a cigar, and then you combine it with another taste uh, experience in a in a meat in a about a food. I like a uh, big steak, grass fed Nicaraguan steak. I love that mm. to 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 eat that with a uh, with a great cigar.
0: There's so much good food in Nicaragua. I can't believe it. Oh, I boy. want to go back. Jim and I have Jim and I have to come see you again. Man, you're anytime lo- you
1: know that you're welcome, brother. You know that you guys are welcome. You. You're gonna ride, we're gonna ride horses again.
0: Oh yes. Have you you're getting good use out of the saddles?
1: Oh man, thank you. Jim uh, and Tim uh send me the presents like a five saddles that I'm using that I'm using pretty often. So thank you very much. Uh, and the horses like it a lot as well. It feels fit very well on them and I'm using every time. So thank you very much.
0: Perfect, yes, absolutely. Um, Okay. I got a couple more for you. We got just a couple more minutes for the episode. So I'll tell everybody who's watching, make sure that you guys check out Placentia Cigars, the lineup, the sampler for tonight. Scroll down below this video. You can find it there. You can get a hold of it because it's going to be one of the best values you'll find. You're essentially going to get three Placentia Cigars and we'll throw in three American Vikings for free just to try to entice you to try some Placentia. And in that, you're going to get that filthy Viking Lancero that just landed today. That's free in there as well. Andrew says, Nestor, Will you guys ever make a robusto hex press cigar, or is that only going to come in that six sixty size?
1: We're, very good question. Uh, we're trying different different uh, uh, sizes, but the thing is that the process is uh, it's a uh, uh, very slow process, and you need to take the you know, molds. You need to have to take uh, a special molds for age the tobacco. So we're working we're working on that I've been I've been uh, listen to that uh, some people don't like that 60 ring gauge so they want us to try it in a 54 56 or a, or a 50 ring gauge so we're work, we're working on that
0: and then this will be our last comment for the night I'm going to grab one from Jeremy Goodrich he says Nestor, and this is a big one do you blend cigars for other companies or just provide the superior tobacco?
1: Good question. Good question. It, it depends. It depends on on, on our customers. Sometimes that there are a lot of us to work with the blend. You know, they they teach us. They let us know. You know, I want a, a strong cigar with the flavor. I want sweetness over here. This and that. So we work. We 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 make a, a base uh, blend, and then they come and we take, we tweak it together because we want our customer to be part of the blending process. So that's that depends. on other people have an idea. I want this this tobaccos to be. And what we'll would do whatever whatever they want because it's their their blend is their brand.
0: And and you guys are spectacular at it. And I cannot thank you enough for hanging out with us tonight, Nestor, and for giving up some time with your family to share with us your passion for cigars and your wealth of knowledge. Thank you, man. And thank you very
1: much for putting us together with your with your viewers and with your customers. That for me is, is something that I that I really appreciate and and, and and be grateful for you. Uh as I say, there's few things in life that makes me happy to, to see that kind of comments that the people are saying about our cigars. So uh trust us that we're gonna continue to do the best on our abilities, that we're gonna continue to work with the people and uh and uh makes make cigars for you guys to enjoy.
0: Fantastic. And everybody watching, thank you for joining us and for coming over to the after party. Truly, it's our passion here to share this stuff with you. And so thanks for letting us do that. Make sure you check out the sampler, grab one for yourself. I think you'll be blown away by what's just in Placencia's catalog there. And uh, stay tuned for another great episode next week. And on behalf of myself and Nestor, we are both signing off for Cigars Daily. Have a great week, everybody. See y'all next week. Keep
1: enjoying live, guys, and keep enjoying great cigars. Thank you. Appreciate it. And see you soon, brother.
0: Hey, see you soon
1: too, Nestor. See you, buddy. Bye-bye.